Hey, it's good to be with you. Uh, grateful that you're with us. And today we're going to be in Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. I'll explain that a little more to you in a moment. Uh, let me read this to you, and then we'll have a word of prayer together. It says, Trust in the Lord with all of your heart, and then don't rely or lean, you may have learned, on your own understanding. Think about him and all your ways acknowledge him and he gives us a promise. He will, he will guide you on the right path. He'll make your path straight. Let's pray together. Father, help me to be a plain preacher today so plain a child would understand me. Help me to be in tune to your Holy Spirit. Any word of knowledge you give to me to speak to a person who is listening or watching or both. Lord, if you prompt me with it, I want to be obedient to speak to it. And then, uh, Lord, I, I know that you look at all of us, but you see me differently because I'm a teacher of your word. I'm your preacher. And I, uh, I, I, I want you to know that I accept my place in rightly dividing your word. It's in the name of Jesus that I pray, his name that I preach. Amen. I, uh, I'm, I'm just going to catch you up. This is still December. But when you see this and uh, maybe hear this, it's going to be actually January of uh, 2022. So I, I really wanted to end this uh, with the topic that we're handling today, which is trust. Uh, I wanted to end our year and then begin our new year specifically on this topic. Uh, in our in-person worship today, we're going to be handling the Lord's Supper together. We do that through our whole service. And yes, what I'm giving you today will match what I'm giving them as well, uh, but we'll also be doing that and working it around our, uh, our, our, our Lord's Supper recognition and remembrance service of Him. So I wanna give you some background to this. Uh, yesterday, the 29th of December, we had Andrew and Maria's wedding, my son and my daughter-in-law now. And we had their wedding, lots been going on. Our daughter, Laura, has been in with us uh, for over Christmas from Austin, Texas, and then to be here for the wedding as well. And that's just been a joy to be at the wedding yesterday. It's been a joy to have Sissy with us and spend time with us. And uh, I wanna tell you, uh, I haven't had a whole lot of time to do a whole lot of things, but this sermon uh, this passage, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, is a life verse for me and my wife, our children, her parents, uh, and it is for a lot of people, period, of trusting in the Lord and Him directing our paths. So I, I want to I I give you that challenge today. When we deal with the first little section of verse 5, uh, it says, trust in the Lord. And I want to deal with the word trust for a moment. Um, uh, faith and trust go together, but then they they also are separate. And I, I've often done this. I read this years ago. I can't remember or tell you where I read it. Uh, it's been a part of conversations of mine for a long time, but it gives the example of faith and trust. I can see a chair. I can look at a chair. Let's just take a kitchen table chair to your dining table, whatever. I can look at the chair and look at the solidity of it, how it's put together, and I can stand off and have faith that that chair will hold me up. Somebody could say, hey preacher, hey Jeff, do you think that chair holds you up? I can look at it, observe it, and say, yeah, sure, it'll hold me up. But the truth is, I don't trust the chair until I have sat in the chair. 
so the picture of this is I can stand off and <clears throat> believe that something can, but then I've got to step up and believe that and trust that something will. <clears throat> and that's the picture here that I believe the proverb writer in the, the wisdom literature is giving us. <clears throat> Faith is believing that God can, but trusting is believing that he will. I, I think that's the difference. <clears throat> there, there are even passages where it says <clears throat> demons believe that God can. Now that's where we all start. We all start with believing God can. But then there comes a time where you and I have to step up and trust him that he will. <clears throat> so trusting is placing my life into it. Trusting is me sitting in the chair. Trusting is believing that God will, not just standing back and believing God can, even though that's where we all start. We have to start with he can. There, there are pagan people that believe God can. Demons believe that God can. Here's the difference between all of that is we who, who, who have put our faith in him not only believes that he can, we trust that he will. <clears throat> and there's the difference where faith and trust go together. There is a, an example of where they separate. So it says it's to trust not something, but trust in someone, a person. And the proverb writer says, trust in the Lord. <clears throat> I, uh, I used to lead tours to the Holy Land. In fact, I was in seminary and actually led a tour to the Holy Land that included some of my professors, which was incredible. The professor I'm about to tell you about, I did not lead him. I don't know how many times. I, I, it would, I would beg to differ the man's been to Israel 50 times, <clears throat> but he's a dear friend of Wayne Dahoney. He was like a father to me in the ministry. And then also uh, he was a part of the tour groups. His name is Wayne Ward. And Dr. Ward uh, was one of my professors in seminary at Southern. And he's, he's a fun professor, energetic guy. Uh, he'd get to teaching and then we, we didn't, we didn't want to be a part of his, we didn't want lessons anymore. So what we would do is that we would ask him questions to get him off target so that he, uh, he could start preaching a little bit. So we, we would absolutely do that on purpose. So Dr. Ward and I were on uh, the Sea of Galilee together. Uh, we were there and we were on the bow of a boat, uh, I won't say a ship, but it was bigger than a typical boat. And we were on the bow of it and you can see the area of Jesus's ministry, Capernaum, all that, that area, feeding of the 5,000, Sermon on the Mount, you can see it. And so Dr. Ward were on the bow of the, of the boat and he said, Jeff, he goes, you know, uh, do you know the question I get asked most when I go into churches? And at that time in Baptist life, we had what we call January Bible studies and a lot of seminary professors would go into the churches and teach this. And uh, I, he said, people ask me questions, but do you know the question I have asked the most? And I didn't have a clue. I said, no, and he said, the question I get asked the most is how did Jesus walk on the water? And uh, I, I found that interesting, and we happened to be on the Sea of Galilee, so I, I, I'm assuming that clicked with Dr. Ward. And he said, do you know what I tell them? And I said, no. And he said, I tell them they're asking the wrong question. 
He said, the question is not, can Jesus walk on the water? The question you need to ask is, who is he? Who is this man? Because when you figure out who this man is, what he can do is not even in question. It's not even in question at all. Even if it breaks natural law, it's not even in question. So the proverb writer, you and I, we start by standing off believing that in our faith that God can. That's where we all start. But then we move into, step our life into his, surrender to him, and trust that he will. So we're not trusting in something, we're trusting in someone, and the proverb writer says we trust in the Lord. When you figure out who he is, then what he can do is not even an issue. He says that we do this with all of our heart, everything about us. Uh, My heart quits, everything about me quits. It's the whole picture of my heart. We do this in every area of our life. So he gives us a warning here. He says, don't rely on your own understanding. Don't lean is the way I learned it. Don't lean on your own understanding. Uh, The Lord will tell us uh, his ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. A lot of times me and you are given a situation of life and whether it's our life or somebody else's life. And we'll look at it and we'll be real quick to give the answer to that. Well, I've got to stop. I've got to stop and remember that God doesn't always answer like I do. And then always I've got to stop and say he, uh, that uh, I don't answer like he does. And his ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. <clears throat> if you're not careful, you're going to get to leaning that you have it all figured out. I'm 61 years old. I've been a Christian since I was a little boy. I'm still figuring it out. Yes, I've learned things, but I also have more things to learn. Yes, God has changed my life through the seasons of my life, but I've also got to remember, I could say at 61 that he's done with me. That's not true. There are new seasons and new seasons of ministry yet to go until he comes back or he calls me home. I can't lean to even my own understanding. And he gives us a warning. <clears throat> don't do that. Don't, don't think you've got it all figured out. Uh, you've got to learn to be able to trust him. <clears throat> and then he says in verse six, in all your ways, acknowledge him. That may be your version. The one I'm giving you today says, think about him in all your ways. Here at Hope Church, we have uh, whittled that down to where you live, work, and play. live being community, your family, all that work, obviously that explains itself. And even where our recreation occurs, think about him where you live, work, and play. Acknowledge him where you live, work, and play. Those are all of your ways. And then he gives us a a wonderful, beautiful promise. He says uh, that he will guide you, that he will guide you into the right path, that he will guide you into the place that uh, he needs to be able to lead you. He's gonna, the version you may be able to read is that he will make your paths straight is what he says that he will do. So he will guide you in the right path. Uh, I, I put together this a long time ago in Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. 
And that is that uh, this is a divine equation. Trust plus acknowledgement equals direction in your life. And I, 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 do I think it's that simple? I do. I think it's that simple. But trusting him uh, is what he asks us to do. And then the warning, don't lean on your understanding because you'll get to trusting yourself a whole lot more than you will him. Uh, so I want to tell you, as we end this year and we begin a new year, then uh, here's the challenge. Look, look back over this past year and go, and just look for the areas where you did trust him. Just look for that. I, I want to give positive reinforcement here. Do that. But also take inventory of areas of your life where you didn't. And you have no idea what 2022 has in store for you. None of us do. But you have to realize and go ahead and set your mind and your heart that I'm going to trust him. One of the things we've got to do is quit blaming God for stuff that happens when he says a lot of things the world will do to us. Doesn't mean he did them to us. Watch believing that God did this to me because the more you believe that, the less you'll trust him. And you, you, but here's the promise. The promise is he will lead you through. That's what he said. I will make your path straight. I will guide you unto the right path. <clears throat> Whatever the next year is going to throw our way, let's make a commitment right now that I will trust the Lord. Uh, when we lived in Louisville, was going to seminary full time. Uh, uh, Julie worked at uh, a hospital, a local hospital there in Louisville. Uh, she worked different shifts so I could go to school and, and so Andrew could be with her during the day and then we would take her to work. We only had one car and uh, then I could be with Andrew in the evening and anyway, we had it all worked out. I had a little system of putting Andrew to bed. He was about two years old uh, and uh, with Andrew, when you put him to bed, uh, he wanted to sing Silent Night every night. I didn't care if it was, I know it's a Christmas song, but it could be July 4th and we're going to sing Silent Night before he goes to bed. He called it Holy Night. Dad sang Holy Night, Dad. And so since I'm such an expert singer, uh, he just requested that of me. I, I hope you heard the joke in that. Uh, so I would sing with him and uh, help put him to sleep. Well, um, I used to work for UPS and I had a UPS coffee mug that sat on a shelf. And that's where we would put our loose change for the day. And we would collect that money and use it to take Andrew to Chuck E. Cheese or something like that, uh, just as an outing. So we'd save, we'd save our, 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 our coins and put it in that UPS cup. And uh, so one night I put him to sleep. He had a little nightlight in his room. And I had change in my pocket because I got up from singing to him and putting him to sleep. And I was putting the money in that UPS cup. When I did, uh, one of the quarters uh, hit, a, hit the rim of the mug, fell off into the floor, carpet, ran over into the area of the nightlight, and I went down to pick it up. I, I remember looking at that quarter, and on that day, that particular day, there had been a start market crash. People were taking their lives, jumping out of buildings um, because they'd lived on the margin, and hopefully you understand that. And uh, so uh, I, I, one guy had gone into a, 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 an investment firm and shot up the place. 
a lot was going on. Uh, this would have been in around 1987, I think, correctly. But anyway, um, uh, it was a it, it, it was a it was a dark day, uh, from what I was hearing on the news. I remember talking to my father-in-law about it to Papaw. You know, people lost on paper. You know, it just it'll be okay. Just nobody needs to panic. So I put that money in there. The quarter hit the edge of the cup, fell over into the nightlight, and I picked it up. And I remember picking it up, and I remember four words written on that quarter that I could see. It's imprinted there, and it says, In God we trust. You already knew where I was going with this. And I remember in my spirit going, Do we really? Do we really trust Him? In 2021, will you look back and see where you did trust Him? Also take inventory of where you didn't. And then can we today, can we today set our minds and our hearts that I'm going to trust him? Because you don't know anything about what's happening to your life or anybody else's in 2022. And even though it'll be a mystery to you, you won't be able to figure it out, which is why he says don't lean on your own understanding. <clears throat> but just remember and trust him because he will lead us through. He will guide us through the light, right to the right path. He will be able to do that. Can we settle that today? <clears throat> that I have trusted him before, but I'm going to trust him more than I ever have in my life. I'm going to trust him for this year. And remember the promise. Trust plus acknowledgement where you live, work, or play says he will direct your path. And let's let him do that in this year, okay? Thanks for being with us. Remember that we love you. We love you. And you know what we say before we leave this place, grace and peace to you. Make sure you live in both of them.